What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats. My name is John Kroom. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit that subscribe button, leave us a review. It really helps out a lot. And uh, yeah, we got some exciting news coming in the next coming weeks. This is like one of our last episodes. Uh, being a solo podcast, uh, we'll be joining a new network and uh, I'm really excited about that. So that'll be in season two. Um, so be on the lookout for that. So this week we are chatting with Casey Armstrong, one of our last episodes. I think this is what, episode 73, 74, something along those lines. I might be jumping way ahead. But anyways, we sit down with Pro Mountain Biker with the Live Factory team, which is a sister company to Giant, uh, but make sure you get it right. It's his own branding. It's Live. And uh, yeah, we sit down and we chat Leadboat. We chat all things Leadboat, the excitement of Leadboat. We uh, get to know each other and it's pretty cool. Um, I would say this is probably one of my coolest podcasts that I've done to date. Uh, she's a really cool individual, really exciting individual, and honestly, all around just a great person. We even get to chat about the recent drama that's been trailing in the gravel scene with women cycling and what she thinks on it and what she thinks needs to be changed and what she thinks needs to be done. But anyways, please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. But first, let's hear a quick message from the sponsors. This episode is also brought to you by Spot. Guys, the world is starting to open up with everybody doing their part and getting vaccinated, which also means that more people are out there doing those adventures that you love to do as well, which also leaves more room for accidents. So if you're not covered by Spot, I don't know what you're doing. Spot is a zero deductible accident injury insurance that covers active people. So that means if you go out on a hike and uh, you trip and you fall and you dislocate your knee or break your collarbone or whatever, you would be covered up to $20,000, no deductible. That means you will pay nothing out of pocket. So toppling that on top of your injury insurance or your uh, health insurance, you're pretty much covered. You won't pay anything out of pocket. So all you need to do is go to croom.getspot.com. That's croom.getspot.com today to check it out. They don't only just cover cycling. They cover just about anything. If you cut your finger off in the kitchen, covered. If you get trampled by your dog, covered. I don't know. I'm just naming random things. It's accident insurance. So go check them out at croom.getspot.com. That's croom.getspot.com. There's also a link in the description below. This episode is also brought to you by Colorado Ski Shop. Colorado Ski Shop is a family business that started in 1994 and has 20 plus years of online shopping experience. Colorado Ski Shop is built of skiers, cyclists, and everything in between. They want to get you set on the right gear for your adventures. And as we all know, it's been super hard to get bike parts, so all you need to do is go to coloradoskishop.com and check out their lineup of bike accessories, ski accessories, and much more. Also, they've just launched a brand new website, and in celebrating that, they're offering all new and returning customers 10% off their next purchase with using promo code COFFEECHAT10 at checkout. This will also get you free shipping in the U.S. as well as a free binding mount if you buy their ski package. So check them out at coloradoskishop.com. That's coloradoskishop.com. Use code COFFEECHAT10 at checkout. The link will also be in the description below. They got a new name, guys. Well, it's not that crazy new, but anyways, Twisted Spoke Apothecary is now going by Twisted Spoke CBD. Uh, super simple, straight to the point. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Twisted Spoke CBD, um, I've been using them for quite some time. Helps me get to sleep and uh, helps me recover for the next day in the workout session. They even have CBD chamois cream. Uh, if you haven't tried that out or checked that out yet, all you have to do is go to TwistedSpokeCBD.com or TwistedSpokeApothecary.com and uh, check that out. And you can use code CROOM10 to get 10% off 
your first order of any of the Twisted CBD products. Like I said, my favorite is probably the Twisted Spoke Chamois Cream, or I'm really into the CBN Full Spectrum uh, Night Sleep Aid. So yeah, go check them out at twistedspokeapothecary.com or twistedspokecbd.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats. I'm sitting here with Casey Armstrong. Casey passed me up Powerline. And what I was doing when I was trying to figure out guests for the podcast, I just I went and did Leadville. I looked at the whole gold and silver corral, and I was like, okay, well, maybe we'll talk to that individual. Maybe we'll talk to that individual. And then about, what is that, 60 miles in, 70 miles in? We're pretty close to home at yeah. that point. Maybe, maybe like 80 miles in. In Leadville... There was somebody else just walking their bike right next to me. And I was like, oh shit, that's my next podcast guest. And so I'm going to go creep and I'm going to find her. <laughs> and I found her and now she's on the podcast. Casey, how are you doing? Hi. I'm great. I'm great. Finally get, no, I would like to say that I'm recovering from Leadville before I do this race this weekend, but I'm not. I'm just what are you so racing this weekend? Um, Gravel Worlds in Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh yeah, because they they have the cool pirate jersey, right? Yes, yes. Oh man, so so sweet. Another well, hundred and fifty mile weekend, you know? It's just yeah, like so we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna dive into all of that first. I want to start with, like we we got a whole plethora of things to talk about, and um, I one of them is gonna be women in the gravel scene with the uh, men domestiques. I wanna I wanna get your opinion on that if you're cool with that. Yeah, I didn't even prep sure. you with that. Um, and then we're going to talk about lead boat, how fucking nuts that is. And oh, good one. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, we'll talk about gravel worlds. Um, but anyways, let's start with lead boat. So what the fuck were you thinking? Why did you, like, why did you even get into that? I don't know. So I am notorious for like just signing up for stupid stuff. And yeah. so I remember the last race season. So like not last year cause of COVID, but the year before in October, I was on the starting line of Oz Epic Rides. Like literally I was about to start, but Amy Charity called me and I was like, I should take this. Like Amy yeah. never calls me like, what's up? And she's like, hey, like we have this real dumb idea. And I was like, what is it? And she's like, you know, like you do Leadville 100 Saturday and then um, Steamboat 140 on Sunday. And I was like, yeah, sounds like a great idea. Okay, I'm gonna go. Like I go do this race, <laughs> bye. Yeah. And then- I, I was excited, but I've never, ever, ever wanted to do Leadville 100. Like, it's at altitude. It's mostly climbing. Like, you know, there's all these stories about Leadville that it's just like, oh, that's not my race. Like, I'm good. I'm from Tennessee. Like, no. Did no, you no, not no. want to do it, though, because you felt like you would have to race it? You get what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. would have to be, like, one of the girls in the top half. Yeah. And I was just like, that's not my, yeah, that's such a good point. I'm really glad you brought that up. Cause it is like, now that I've done it, I'm like, I get chills thinking about, it. I'm like, I want to go back and do it again. Like what a yeah. great experience, but yeah, like as a racer, it doesn't suit me. So I was like, okay. no, I don't want to go do that. So yeah, good point. I didn't want to race it, but honestly too, like deep down, like I was scared to just do it. I get you. <laughs> Cause you didn't want to be that person, that pro. Who yeah, gets the twelve hour belt buckle. Which, by the <laughs> way, guys, that is that is a if you if you're one of those people that has a twelve hour oh belt gosh. buckle after this weekend, mo most respect. If you finish Leadville, yes. the most respect. But anyways, I wish so. Like I was talking to my friend Hannah Finchamp, who crushed yeah. it, got fifth. 
And I was like, honestly, what I hated about lead boat was that I had to get in my car and leave. And I couldn't be there to watch the last person finish because I wanted to see that. Like, it's just like, it gives me chills. Like people are just like out there. And like, whenever you're doing Columbine, like you're like head on traffic. And I think for a lot of pros, like your head is down and you're just like not worried about the rest of the world. Like it's a very selfish tunnel is what I like to call it. But, oh, my gosh, like, it was so cool to, like, come down Columbine and just see all these people just starting up it. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, great job, (laughs) like, cheering them on. And it, like, gets you out of your own head, which I had a blast. But, yeah, whew, lead bow. That was (laughs) awesome. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So did you did you have any crazy hiccups throughout any of the two days? So like for me, uh, I think my hiccup was really, yeah, going from Leadville to Steamboat, like trying to get my bikes both ready. Like it was kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, did you have any hiccups going to and from races? Gosh, I am such an optimistic person. Like sometimes I say I'm like the most pessimistic, optimistic person. Like I like to expect the worst but like be positive about it so I was but this time I didn't like I thought I'm gonna fucking finish Leadville 100 get in my car and like be like yes let's drive two and a half hours to (laughs) were you by yourself no yes and no so like I drove my own van so like now thought I was gonna drive alone so I was like I got all my snacks I've got all these streams like I'm ready like I'm basically gonna finish Leadville 100 take a shower, get in the car, say peace. And yeah. I have a team manager, Liz, who lives there in Leadville. So we were, I was like sleeping outside at her house. But after I finished the race, <laughs> it was all I could do to take a shower. And like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, I feel so drunk. And yeah. was, I should drive you. I was like, oh, heaven, please. Thank you. Please <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was like all I could do to like snack on like some chips. And I was like, oh, I thought all of this would be so appetizing, but I'm not. I'm I'm in the box. I can't do this. But yeah, the drive over was better because I had somebody to drive me. Everybody else that drove themselves like. Pat on their back. Yeah, I had a super wife. Um, She always comes in. She comes in clutch. She just super wife. She's ready to roll, dude. And she. She put me in that car and I, I had like a sugar gut. So I was gassy. I felt like shit and it was off. I was bloated and like, yeah, it was bad, man. And she took care of me. So uh, shout out to shout out to the wives and the husbands and the partners out there that yes. support us and don't even ride bikes for that matter. Yeah, well, they probably look at us and they're like, I'm good. Well, I saw that I saw I saw that photo of you after SBT with with your partner. Is that your partner? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gosh, that's a long story. But like, I just moved to Utah because he got a job being a fire helicopter pilot. So he's okay. like pilot of the helicopter that drops and gets water and puts oh, out. That's epic. Okay. Yeah. So we never see each other anymore because it's fire season, which is totally fine. He loves his job. It's great with my bike season. He'll be done in November. I'll be done in November, like whatever dream job. But I never get to see him, but he was only four and a half hours away on his two days off. So he came down. That's awesome. You know, so emotional. I'm not even like, 
I lied. I'm an emotional person, but like, not, like <laughs> doing sports, like I can fucking yeah. put the game face on, you yeah. know, like, I'm not like, oh my God, I just finished the race. Like, but now I am. So I can't even like say that. So no, like, you can definitely, cyclists can cry. It's okay. We normalize yeah. that shit. All right. <laughs> we normalize that shit. Um, especially after those two days. Yes. My, my ass alone, mm-mm. <laughs> like, mm-mm, I did not want to do that um it was it was brutal oh my god like so much shaming butter so i got a question for you though and this is gonna be a weird one did you feel like steamboat was a recovery ride in comparison to leadville yes in a way but not because it was so fucking fast like yeah oh well you were up there racing yeah that's see that's where you goofed that's where you goofed (laughs) 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 yeah I wanted it to be a recovery ride, but no yeah. one did. I was yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's so great because the women's field this year just feels so stacked. Like, no yeah. matter what race you go to, it's just like so stacked. So, honestly, like, I feel like if this would have happened two years ago at Leadboat, like the Leadboat finishers, like Sarah, Melissa, me, and Jasmine would have been like top 10 steamboat, like, yeah. probably you know and it's like this year it was like all we could do to get like 20th you know mm-hmm. but everybody just starts out so fast and like i'm like giving them all like every bit that i can give and then somebody wrecks in front of you and then you're like going into the ditch to avoid it and then you see this like tiny gap and i'm like i can close that and then it's like immediately like your legs are like shut it down <laughs> <laughs> But at mile 70, I saw um, Kevin Sprouse. He's from Knoxville. He's like Garmin EF doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was about to say that name sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. And he has his son Hudson there. And I've known Hudson for a while. And they came out at mile 70 at the water aid station. I'm like, fill my water bottle up. And he's like, how's it going, Casey? And I was like, I don't know. All these surges are really crushing me. And like tears. Like I had the like throat frog in the throat. And he like patted me on the back. And he was like, you're just going to get faster. Don't you worry. And I was like, okay. Like (laughs) it was like be positive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So no, Steamboat hurt my feelings. Like I had a lot of, I would say 95% of that ride was just such a dark moment yeah like I, I can agree with that the horses but then it would be immediately like my group's dropping me and i was like, oh. yeah i went i went through some i went through some dark places at the start or on the way to the start was rough yeah. then when i got to the start i was like oh everybody's here like you see smiles you're getting people are calling your name they're congratulating you on leadville and you're just like oh yeah this is cool this is cool and you take a deep breath and then the first 40 minutes when you have like people just running into you because they're trying to get up front and then you realize that you're trying to get up the front too. And then you go, you know what? Why am I doing this? Like, I'm just going to take a deep breath and I'm going to let everybody do their thing. And then you just, and that was, see, this is my race. You know, when you're the yeah. track racer, I'm, I'm not the pro mountain biker, so I don't, I don't have to do anything cool. So I start, you know, swaying back or whatever. And you just pass the carnage. Like there's people with flats, there's people with, that have been sitting on the side at this point they have like uh, their jerseys wrapped around their arms like they're bleeding everywhere so that's how far back i am at this point and then i ran into eddie anderson which shooting a shout out to eddie man um he took barbed wire to the face yeah whenever i was on him he had stuff all over his face and i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah it looked it looked pretty brutal so 
Um, but what was nuts, it was like the first 30 miles of steamboat that was chaotic. And then you go through that aid station after that, it was kind of nice. Like it was just like going out on a ride. I feel like I was with the wrong group. Cause as soon as I separated from that group, it was good. Like there's just so much like egoic energy, which is fine. Like you're at a race, like people are trying to like prove themselves, but it felt like they were attacking each other. Yeah dude would sit in and then he'd surge for it and then this dude would yell at him and it was just like huh you guys could just yeah. settle in but then i like it was like every time we got to the climbs they'd hit like a gazillion fucking watts at the bottom <laughs> the top of that zero. you're all together again yeah, yeah and so like i just started like okay like drop me and then it was like i would pass them halfway over the climb and then past 70 i just like they never caught back on there's some like, fragile egos out there too if they see that bun pass them they're like you know and all the yelling like this yeah. one dude was just like so like he was just yelling at everybody and it really just this one dude and it was just like let him do his thing like if you're yeah. so worked up about it like he's like well he shouldn't be able to get back in my group that i'm pulling and i was like <laughs> mate it's at this point we're all getting to the same place hopefully at the same time but do we really need like do we really need to yell at each other over this? I mean, cause I dealt with a little bit of that and, and you know, the perks of being, and I'm not going to say I didn't care, but like the perks of just not caring as much, um, was, you know, there's like yelling going on and you should pull this, you're pulling this hard. And, uh, I had to have a hard conversation with like 20 people. And I just was like, look guys, we're not going to win. Okay. No. Even, even if we all cross the line, and work together as hard as we want. We are not winning. So there's no need to yell. I understand that you're frustrated with this individual and this individual is frustrated with you. Maybe we need to time out. But other than that, like Which is right. You go to the back. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So all right. I love that. Now that we've had the fun chats about lead boat, let's dive into the let's series. Talk about the buckle though, first. Real oh quick. yeah, I, I forgot all do you have yours? Yes, but not with me because I'm in Nebraska. I should have packed it. I should have just wore it here. Like, well, I didn't well, get mine. And I didn't get mine because I had to go to Steamboat. Yeah, and... they were at Steamboat at Awards. And they have like your finisher jacket with your time and finish. I don't If goofed. you don't find it, like I'm very good friends with Christy, so I could. I paid know. for it. Um, yeah. To get it shipped. You have it. They'll ship it to you. Yeah, but, yeah. So yeah, they're going to ship it. So I don't think it was announced really that it was at awards, like all the steamboat. Yeah, because like, I saw Scott with his. Yeah. And I just assumed because he's like got that big ass one, like then, you know. I mean, when you do that, it's like they should fucking show up, shake yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Roll yeah. the red carpet. Yeah. <laughs> like, but anyways, but, but yeah, so the belt buckle, you got to touch it. Um. Yeah. But so funny story. I thought the belt buckle time was 830. And I rolled in at 8.31, and I was Ooh. like. You were the bubble. I was like, all these kids were high-fiving me, so I'm like getting my shit together. But to see 8.31, I was like, fuck me. Like yeah. one minute. Wow, Casey, you are the worst. And just like had like a little bit of a low moment and drew my mechanic that is dating Liz. That yeah. He rolls up, he's like, great job, da-da-da, doing his thing, taking my bike. And he was like, how do you feel? I was like, God, oh, Drew, I can't believe I missed that belt buckle by like a minute. And he was like, oh, time's like nine. Like, you got the buckle. And I was like, <laughs> 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 so glad. Like, 
like to it's like different if you miss something by yeah. like 30 minutes but one minute i was like wow wow we had complete opposite experiences then because yeah. when i saw you like i was like oh she's gonna get the belt buckle like if i can just like kind of keep in that yeah. realm like it'll be fine and then i started i cramped i guess what is it keevan's or what's the what's i don't know any of the names it's pipeline yeah so it's pipeline from the pipeline aid station I was starting to cramp a little bit right before you descend Kevin's and then you hit the road and back into town. Oh yeah. yeah. I got to the top of Kevin's at around like 808 and I was like, Oh, I got it. Like I got this. And I pretty much rode those last five miles as if I was in a breakaway of the tour. And I was just like, yeah, I was so stoked. Um, because I got across the line at 841, which did you know this on your chip time? It's um, it's not based on your chip time. It's based on gun time. So like if I would have crossed the line at, cause I was in the red corral. Um, oh. So I was right behind gold and silver. That's only two minutes. It wasn't, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, but I found that out because I was talking to a lady yesterday who missed time cut to twin lakes. And I was thinking to myself, like, how do you miss? That's a lot of time, you know? And, but it's because she started like 40 minutes back. Mm-hmm. That seems a little unfair to me. I'll just go ahead and say that out loud. Like if they're going to do that, they need to start the slowest in front. Like I'm all for the people who are working the hardest behind me getting the belt buckle over me. Like it's like I basically get the red carpet rolled out and they're like, go race your bike, Casey. And I'm like, thank you guys. Let's go. And then you got people back there that like work 60 hour weeks. They get two weeks off every year. They take one of those weeks to fucking be at Leadville and bring their family to support them to just finish and it's like they don't need a 40 minute gap holding them back like for sure minute head start isn't in my opinion well that that or the i think you should just do the chip time like i thought i thought you get the belt buckle off the chip time because i mean what's the point if they could still do it in under nine hours off their chip you know like because i wouldn't have done it if i was 30 minutes back no I wouldn't have done it if yeah. I was there. I was 901. That's so, nuts. yeah, we need to make them a belt buckle. That's, yeah. I didn't know that. That's sad. Yeah. So, and that, I literally figured this out last night before our podcast because I was talking to a lady because, you know, I coach with CTS and, yeah. you know, everybody's super hyped. And what was crazy about that phone call is she's just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm ready to come back and do it. And like uh, that to me, it's like, I'd have felt defeated. And so, like, that's super uplifting to hear. Um, yeah. But yeah, so you got your belt buckle in Steamboat. I obviously didn't. Um, what was that like? Honestly, because you got to share that with your partner and everything. Yeah, like, I don't know. I felt so dead inside after like yeah. a little bit, you know? It was just like all I could do to shower. But then I ate some ta- nachos, actually. It's nachos. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm feeling better. And I had like a margarita. It's feeling good. And when they handed that to me, it just felt like everything was tingling, you know? Yeah. Like you're- <laughs> technically i never have to do leadville again which felt so good like i was yeah. like sure like i could go back and like do better and like because now i know it like as a racer there's like all these strategies but it was just like as a person like the little girl inside me was just like yes we got the buckle for sure <laughs> like you know like you're like the wwe wrestler you're like look at me yeah no that's <laughs> awesome and that's honestly that's how they should make their 20-year belt buckle it's just a wwe because there's people that have been doing that shit for 20 years whenever i found that out i like we were like at the racer meeting in the yeah. field 
you're like 19 year dude like stands up and i was like holy shit like one of those guys had a heart attack too one time when he did it i think it's it's the doc guy i want to get him on the podcast because that's like an insane I story want to be on that podcast with yeah. you like <laughs> just chat with him <laughs> i think i'm crazy something like that comes up you're like yeah I am so sane, mom. Like, yeah. look at this dude. <laughs> dude, 60 years old, having heart attacks and coming back next year. It's wild. Um, but yeah, yeah, so so you got your belt buckle, you you know, you you got your jacket, and now, you know, you're at Gravel Worlds. And I think there's been a lot of hype. I guess the recent, I, I think what makes it a hype is because of uh, the recent thing that pay, uh, Peter Statna released with yeah. um, the women at his pay dirt. And then um, I actually was going to do a podcast featuring all women um, where we were going to talk about it and like kind of get forms of opinion. Now that I know like Lauren, I think, and I'm going to, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but she seems for it, like teammates, she's all for it. Um, mm -hmm. I, because I didn't have anybody opposing, which was the issue with the podcast. Uh, everybody was kind of against it. Um, and I know like the Kios and, uh, I want to say maybe Amanda Newman has dealt with this in the past. I don't think she has, um, by, by deal with it has been told that she is getting help from another team. Um, I'm not saying that she goes out and finds that help from the team, but the first person I've ever heard to be like, yeah, thanking my teammates for the gravel race is, is Lauren. Um, so what's your thoughts because like we were talking about before the podcast, you have giant factory team, live factory team. I mean, if anybody could do it, you guys could, you guys yeah. could probably crush it. Um, yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah. I personally am super yeah. against it. Like I want this to be a ladies race for ladies. Da, da, da. But it also felt like this year. So I will go ahead and say two years ago when we did Steamboat, Lauren who won it and me were like, in the back like i ended up even beating lauren but it was just like all the top five except for sarah had dudes so like it's funny to me that some of the people who are complaining about it are also the ones who are participating in it and started it mm. so it's like like i laugh at it because it's like i don't i hate to call people out because i love women whatever you yeah. do is perfectly fine not against me but and what i was told was last year lauren stevens had do her water bottles including her husband oh. and like they were a team and like that's just how it was and that's how it went down and she won but i could be wrong we should ask lauren stevens but yeah there was a lot of rumors was that so whenever she came out and said was upset that lauren had teammates getting her water bottles at the station i was like well what comes around goes around but yeah. i hate that scenario because it looks it feels like we're not all like standardized like it feels just like you need dudes to win if you can't beat them join them like it's just like how it is like it's like if a guy wants to fucking pace me and get water bottles at this point like and my team wants me to win like it seems like that's what you have to do but i don't yeah. want that like i don't want that at all and but what's um, the difference of i guess because, you know, in track racing, we have collusion, right? So you can't collude on a track. And so what is collusion? So, yeah, and I'm about to tell you what it is. It's craziness. If I came and I sat down with, all right, so Team USA. If I sat down with Australia and I said, look, man, I'll split the prize money with you. I need you to get on the front and just full gas lead me out. And that's right. So that's collusion. So it's secretive. It's not actually teammates or teamwork, um, but you're working for me. 
and then we'll split the prize money and we'll call it good. If that's found out and it's, it's a subjective thing. So it's a subjective thing. Um, if that's found out, then boom, disqualified, no questions asked mm -hmm. now. Um, and that happened at nationals this year, which I feel like the collusion call was very poor, but I won't bore you with that. Um, but yeah, there's like Texas roadhouse showed up, but they were on the same team. And so is teamwork legal or is collusion illegal? And so that's kind of the question. Um, now, yeah. With you, you just made a comment that you were like, yeah, I was in a pack and there was guys yelling at each other. So if those guys are pulling you around to yeah. bring you up to sixth place or uh, seventh place or whatever the fuck, you know, is that illegal? So what feels different, like as being a woman out there. Yeah. So even at Unbound, Josh ended up getting some flats and like, like was in our group with the ladies. And it's mm -hmm. like when I wrecked or like I stopped at an aid station, it felt like Josh and Carl were with me even though we were definitely working with a ton of other women's like we weren't like let's fucking drop these hoes like mm -hmm. yeah I love these hoes like whatever let's go yeah. <laughs> but so whenever you talk about it I feel like Josh can't say that though just to be clear <laughs> let's drop these no. hoes yeah. Destiny, these are my hoes Josh you go up <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's just like and I don't know like it feel it is different so it's totally yeah. If you have a teammate that is working with you going your pace, if you get dropped, they're going to draw back and pull you back up. That's mm -hmm. completely different. And like what is also different is like when Lauren at Unbound gets flats and all of her teammates are standing on the side with her, like helping mm. her, whatever they got to do, like they're there with her versus like if I get a flat and like Josh is going to keep going. Yeah. And like this dude I just met for say like even if he wasn't my teammate like you're talking about the guys you meet out there they're not gonna stop for you like maybe if you made best friends and they just felt so bad for you but like it's just totally different it's a different dynamic than if it's your teammate waiting on you like what happens is like if I'm starting a race and I get within this group like they're my pace and sometimes it's like a lot of times we end up leaving those dudes and going ahead you know mm -hmm. which is great but it's like they are not there with us at the finish. Like they're not there with us for the aid stations. They're not there for us for the water. They're not there mm. for us to get mechanicals. Like it's just different. Like if you have a teammate working for you, it's different than if you're just like in a group and meet a guy. It's completely yeah. different. Because yeah. you know what? This guy who like you're sitting on their wheel decides he wants to go up to the next group that you just got dropped off on. He doesn't care. Like he's ready to get like 80th place. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah. There was, and that's the thing. There was a few times. Um, I, I would say there was a few situations, especially at Steamboat, because I was just like there. I was existing. Um, that I was riding with an individual when I was like, if this guy flats, I'm going to stop. If this guy yeah. breaks a chain, I'm going to. Because it was just me and this guy. Like we had at this point, we had jumped between groups. Like I had pulled him around and. And honestly, I, I went and found him on Instagram just because he's like a normal dude. I think he's a realtor. And like, we just kind of, I just thought it was so cool. Cause like, yeah. it was, we were two different individuals who pretty much rode the whole race together. And then what's that? It was like the last big climb after you go to that last aid station where you loop yep. and then you come back. That's where we separated. Um, he started having some cramps and he was like, dude, just go ahead and like, don't worry yeah. about me. And uh, I was like, okay. But like, literally we probably rode. I would say 80 miles together. Um, and we just jumped group to group. And like he, one time he would ride at the back of the group. And when he would see me go, he'd just follow me and we'd just, we'd ride. And so 
the joy of gravel. Like you yeah. make the friend out there that is your pace. What happens with the guys and the girls is like the guys are stronger than us and they are pulling us at a pace that is faster than the group we would have originally been in. And they're own. already giving up their race to race the women's race almost exactly. is what it sounds like. And that's yeah. kind of, I'm asking some of these questions as a podcast host, and then I'm also giving my opinion a little bit. So yeah. that's why I was kind of asking that question in the sense of like what your full thoughts were. But yeah, it, it sounds like to me that some of these individuals are, yeah, giving up their race. And I heard Pace and McKelvin got some uh, kind of shit for getting team help from Orange yeah. Seal. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, you know, Lauren's not getting shit for the teammate comment or she is, but just not to a point where I think is enough. If I'm being honest, yeah, that's a good point. Like it feels like we're so hard on the women. Cause like I saw somebody post an Instagram last night and it was just like, so it sounded so hostile towards Lauren for like mm. it happened. It's like, well, like this has been going on. Like Lauren basically was just like, this is what it takes to win because other people came into the gravel scene especially at Steamboat two years ago and did this. And then it was like, whenever those people got beat, their feelings got super hurt. And it's like, Lauren just did what you guys did so she could beat you, you know? Yeah. And so, it happened at Unbound as well. Like that's, oh, that's where this conversation in this podcast was eventually going to come up was yeah. because of Unbound. But the argument there is like, so when I talked to Lifetime about it, I was like, you know, like, why don't we do anything about this? And Lifetime's like, we don't pay. And I was like, I guess that's true. Yeah. Like this is like, but it also does feel like Unbound's a big enough race where we could say something. But I don't know. But well, the argument is that they don't have paid finishes, which is true. So well, and that's another thing is too is that you know somebody I saw a status that I felt like it was a bit aggressive, um, mm -hmm. maybe made a little bit of sense, but essentially was saying that look, if you want gravel to not be a bike race, don't give prizes. And if you yeah. give prizes, then you need to separate categories. If you start mm -hmm. separating categories, if you don't separate categories, then you can't make a rule that these people can't work together, no matter what, whether they're friends or not friends or teammates or not teammates, like, because it, it then becomes subjective, um, on whether or not was Matt, um, and I'm just using Matt Stevens and Lauren Stevens mm -hmm. as an example, because I know both their names, but was Matt Stevens actively helping Lauren or did he just so happen to be there and he was like hey like this is my wife like I mean I saw a dude help his wife all the way to the finish yeah a girlfriend exactly. and yeah they weren't gonna win but like he literally paced her rode with her um and that's their deal whether or not they're yeah. the fastest couple out there and they end up winning the bike race like is yeah. that okay you know yeah. and so it, it it just becomes this kind of question mark um yeah. and I could play devil's advocate on both sides all day long um, I kind of have my own opinions, but, uh, at the same time, when I say my own opinion, it gets debunked by something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I feel like we call out names and like, that's okay. Because it's like, if I was doing this, I would want to make all my name. And so yeah. I'm very friends with these guys because they're from North Carolina and their coach was CTS, but Nina and Reed were at yep. years ago. Yep. And I was in their group most of the day and Nina never stopped at the aid stations Reed always got the bottles, was always in like, yes, she is strong enough. But what happens is when I stop and I have to get my own water and I'm on Reed's wheel trying my best to get back up. But it's like eventually I can't fucking make that bridge. Like I'm lighting up matches, you know? Yeah. 
So it's just like, it happens all the time. Like what we don't hear is like how much it's happening until somebody finishes and does well. And we're jealous. Like we're like, oh my God, like that's not fair. But it's like, it's been going on for so long that it feels so hard to like stop. Like it feels so hard to be like, this can't happen. Cause I don't know. It just feels like more people do it than don't do it at this point. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And I think I, what I worry about is the negative, the negativity. And so yeah. like the moment, and again, I'm, and you know, I'm going to use two new names cause I don't want to feel like, you know, yeah, I don't want to like just be like centering. Certain yeah. People. So now that we got Reed and Nina, I'm going to use their yeah, names and they yeah. know that I love them both dearly. Exactly. Um, but if need, exactly. if Reed was actively writing you off the back, right. Or yeah, wasn't. but I'm just, I know he wasn't, but I'm saying yeah. like that has happened. Sure. I know that that has happened where it's just like, Oh, I'm not pulling anymore. Like you can pull me up there. Yeah. And that, that starts getting really cagey with me and not, I don't like that. Like that to me is, is really negative. Uh, not only for the sport, but it's just like, you you know, you're trying to ride yeah. off that person's competitor off the back. And at that's at this point, like you're pretty much throwing grenades and like, yeah, that's that, where I get worried about it. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like, I am super worried about it is probably what I'm saying, but it's, I feel so caught up in it as far as like, it feels like it's uncontrollable and everybody's just being, I'm glad it's being brought to the surface. And I will say like what Stetna did calling it out is rad like I want all races to call it out but what I also don't know is how they're going to regulate it because there's mm. gonna be so many arguments and so much cattiness I hope it doesn't make it extra catty does that make sense like I hope for sure but I mean when you start again when you start adding those rules in, it becomes subjective and so yeah. when it becomes because it literally says we're gonna have scouts out there and then you have to have those scouts make their opinion of what they think they're seeing yeah um and, it's going to be all like he said, she said stuff. And I'm not saying that this is going to happen, but I do yeah. know that Danielson is now paying Lauren like a pretty good chunk of change. Mm -hmm. And so if that's happening, what's stopping some like a guy with deep pockets going, look, I'm going to pay five guys to literally just look out for you. And yeah. they're going to wear different kits or blank kits yeah. and... Like it can get it can well, get nasty. I say this online because I'm like, fuck, that's a great idea. <laughs> but like, that's a thing. And then, yeah. and 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 especially because like, I just want all these people to go back to road. I'm just. Gonna, <laughs> I like, well, I don't feel like all this needs to even be a fucking factor in gravel. Like, yeah, a problem because there's so much payout and so much publicity to it, and I fucking love that for gravel. But it's like, why don't you guys, if you want that dynamic, go back to road. I like, got. I got Lauren to a world tour team, so I don't have to deal with it anymore. You know. Yeah, I got third place at Unbound in the hundred mile. Yeah. I got more publicity from that than winning Pan American Games. I believe it. I got more I, publicity than that than setting a national record. It's unreal. Yeah. It's unreal. And it's like, lifetime says, "Well, I don't pay people," and it's like, "Yeah, but we're gaining." so much as pro athletes to be here you know? yeah like it's i mean why do you think there's people showing up from f1 or foot you know surfing and whatever else it's like it's i don't i don't get it but it's it happens yeah. it i happens. love that it's this community that like for me brought me into gravel like unbound brought me into gravel but it felt like 
you know, my first year there, like, it didn't feel like these big groups and it felt friendly and it felt just like everything you talk about with gravel. And like now I, when you're at the front of the group, there's just like, there's so many like things like aid stations, like, well, this guy attacked in this aid station and that's why he won or like this girl is sitting on this and it just feels so, you know, I don't know. Do you, so I heard when I, so I started gravel in, 2020 went before covid and yeah. there used to be this rule that you have to stop at the chase and that used to be the big thing is that still a rule i don't think so that's such because a- there was one at steamboat and i was so fucked and i didn't see anybody else stop at it so i was just it like All right. good job i talked to shame about it i was like yo you need to like put some signs back there telling us we need to stop and steamboat needs to like make this a thing because i loved that like yeah my favorite photos are like from those chase the chase like i remember it was like me and ben blaney maybe i forget somebody from bella news and this other guy and the three of us somehow ended up the last part of unbound that year together and so here we go i got fifth and i had two guys but it was like i was working within the group yeah but it, felt, it was like i pulled on the uphills and then the bigger dude pulled through the headwind and then the even bigger dude pulled on the downhills it's like yeah Brad, you guys are my three new best friends and we like took yeah. this photo and like i love that photo and then my friend Eleanor who's like this quiet badass like gets on the chase and does this like weird pose and we still send it in the group message it's like this is fucking funny like yeah there's none of that anymore so that's a good point we need that yeah yeah so hopefully this podcast like brings a lot of light to yeah some of that stuff because you know I kind of came into gravel when gravel was already cool and when gravel was already cool it kind of you know, and I've had this conversation with sponsors and and people. It's like a lot of people want to take performance away from gravel. I'm a huge performance guy. I love, I love numbers. I love CDA um, time trialists. So like, I love all that dorky shit. Yeah. And then you're probably the opposite. You're just like, eh, fuck it. Like, you know, the suspension and tires are really the only things I really need to carry about, care about. But other than that, let's party. Like, and so I love that mix to two, but I do feel like there's going to come a crossroads where one or the other is going to win and take precedence. Um, And I do think a stop at the chase kind of kept that neutral almost and kept that median so they could still ride at 26 miles an hour up the fucking climbs, but then they stop and they're just like, "Eh," you know, and averaging 280 watts and then they pop back on the bikes and go, go sprint and win the race or whatever. I mean, they hand out cowboy hats for the win. Um, but uh, but anyways, that's super cool to get your opinion and kind of get your thoughts on that. Um, what's your goal for Gravel Worlds this weekend? I mean, you're coming off some pretty tired legs. Like, who yeah. do you? What's your predictions? I guess more or less. I mean, Lauren is back here with Cinch, so okay. she's Lauren Stevens. But I don't think Lauren Stevens is doing the 150. I think she's just doing the hundred. So basically, is there jerseys for both? I don't even know there was jerseys. So it has a pirate on it. Yeah, it has a pirate, and I think it has the world champ stripe. How little research I ever do before races. I like, heard about it at Steamboat because there's a lot of people that were going that way. Yeah, yeah. No, I just have no goals. Like, I'm hoping that my legs – like, what if I, I just feel like a fucking superhero because I'm at sea level, like, I'm in humidity, which is where I was born. Like, you know, the Midwest are my people. Like, they're yeah. so nice. They're country. Like – I'm here for it. Like sick. 
Josh, my teammate, picked me up in a pickup truck and country music. I was like, are we in Tennessee or Nebraska? <laughs> you do. I, I, I will say this. So I'm from South Carolina and I worked really, really hard to lose my accent. And it sounds like it sounds like you kind of did a little bit, too, but it still yeah. comes out like because you probably yeah. got picked on. It's like, oh, you're from Tennessee, aren't you? And you know, what I mean? <laughs> but at it's the same like, time, it's still there it's again. You're like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, that's, that's super exciting. I, I wish you the best of luck. Um, but you. now on to this uh, famous question, which you seem to know. Before we go there, let's yeah. say something really positive about Steamboat. And let's talk about how all these groups of women finish together. Like, oh, that's one thing I did want to mention. Yeah. I like, wanted to mention that because when we were making the comment about finishing with guys in the team, yes, you yes. guys all finished t- together. Like there uh, was like a... F- it was so amazing like let's put all that like negative talk about dudes behind but it was (laughs) like i was just like oh my god like how are sarah melissa going so fast after leadville yesterday yeah and then basically within my very negative experience group there was this other girl who i don't know her name but she was fucking strong she just like got on my wheel and we rode away and i was like i could feel her just being like like, I'm not one to, like, hype my own self, but I could feel her being like, oh, my God, this is somebody from Lift Factory, like, and I don't have a sponsored team, and I'm able to keep up. Like, I felt that for her, and I was like, you just stay on there. We're going to catch the next group. And it yeah. was like, I don't know like, well, I'm having a shit-ass day today. That's why you're keeping up with me. Like, yeah. I hate when people take away, so I hate that. But it's just like, she was crushing it, and then – I saw in the distance a group of girls and I was like, okay, like I am going to have 30% more watts now. Like, hang on. Like we're yeah. going to catch them. And then we caught them and they're like, oh my God, Casey, we were just talking about you. And I was like, <laughs> like this bitch is slow or like, tell me, tell me more. <laughs> but no, so we ended up like riding together and just like, passing people like dropping dudes and then we get up to the top of that last like real long climb that you were talking about and we saw our friend Maude and she was like you could see the body hunked over and you're like oh no I was there like 10 minutes ago you know and it's like Maude Maude and she's like tearing up crying she's like I don't know guys this is fucking awful it's not my day <laughs> yeah. why am I here like who am I like you know you go through all these dark moments and it was just yeah. like get in here let's go and it was like we're not leaving you and then we picked up this other girl um who's on the rally team that just like forgot her name because i just met her and i'm horrible with names france um yeah nailed it and we picked her up at the station heidi yes 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 yes. heidi france and yeah it was like a group of six of us and we just started like motoring by guys so the best part was a dude in the back would like come up and just like attack and was like oh my god why did you have to fucking do that and then we catch him and it was just like by the end like they just have six girls just berating him the whole time yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was like are we gonna sprint each other i was like no like we should go in together this is such an amazing experience like four of us are doing lead boat we're the top four lead boat and then it's just like that great experience of like pulling people to the finish and finishing so strong and then to hear like allison and amity do that with betsy and then there was another group with lauren and somebody else but it was like there was multiple of those stories of women doing that and it was like 
<laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> which is really yeah. cool because it's not like you guys all sat down and planned that out, you know? Because no. um, exactly. there's a, there's one photo of you. I think it's like four of you girls coming across, and it's like you're straight lined. But that's the it, lead boat. That's how we planned it. Yeah. It's almost it's almost as if it's almost as if you guys like didn't ride 144 miles because you're all smiling and you're all just super stoked. And I, yeah, it was, it was really cool to see. And I think that's what the sport needs more of. And especially, you know, some of the younger girls that are looking at this, trying to get into this and they, you know, I'll be honest, even with the dudes, you know, it's the same thing, but like there's, it's, it can get cold out there. Like when you're trying to race against each other, especially like for lead boat, where it was the inaugural year, who knows what they're going to do next year for the winners who are coming back to defend their lead boat yeah. titles. You know, yeah. they do, they do cool things and, and that, that opens up cool doors. And so the fact that you guys can kind of put all the bullshit aside and, and ride in together, I think is super cool. Yeah. Super, super cool. Uh, chills. I loved every bit of it. So, so yeah. And I mean, it's like everybody like teared up at the finish because it's just like, what a great experience. It wasn't like we were just like fucking holding hands and picking flowers out there. Like we were a group of strong ass ladies, like passing a ton of dudes. Like you could have been holding hands and picking out. flowers, but if you were doing it, it was yeah. at like 300 Watts. Exactly. Um, exactly. Trust me. I, I rode next to some of these girls. They don't fuck around. They, they're pretty, <laughs> they're badass, And yeah, they, they will fuck some shit it's up. So <laughs> in the women's field right now, it's just like, you have to be on your A game. And it's yeah. great because it's just like, it's so, it's like chill bumps. Like, wow, the women's field is extremely deep. Yeah. Like when I saw Leadville, you see the top men and like, not to take away from like the top five dudes, like that was deep. But past that, it just felt like, oh, okay, okay, okay. But like the women's field, it was like, I mean, top 10 felt like a fucking accomplishment. And it's like, you have Amity back there, Allison back there, all these people that are just like, super deep and winning like unbound and stuff and it's like they're behind me it's like oh my god okay like the women's field is stacked and i'm here for it but like could i like get on a podium we'll see and i think that's the thing so like with (laughs) with our men there's a big discrepancy and i think with the women like they're on such a high level um and i think some women have been kind of doing it longer i mean even if you look back to um God, um, Tetric, you know, like she's one yeah. of the first like gravel queens or whatever. But like, I mean, it's insane. Cool. Yeah, it's insane the amount of talent that the women have, especially from the privateer side of things like Sarah. Yeah. Um, and then you have some of these girls come in from the road to compete, you know, from rally with Heidi. And then, you know, you have dark horses. You have people that just hide very well because they don't talk about the women enough. And yes. so that girl that was probably on your wheel who is looking at you like I'm on an unmarked yeah. team and whatever else, like probably deserves to be on a oh my team God. like that, but nobody I knows her. her. And she got like third or fourth at um, Firecracker 50 in Breckenridge. So I was like, oh my God, she's so much better than I thought. So yeah, like she's <laughs> yeah. hardcore. She's like, yeah. she's like, I'm so glad to be here with you. And I'm like, fuck, I should be glad to be with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, and that's super cool. I think, I think that's what's really good for the sport because the bros that nobody gives a shit 
like, you know, unfortunately we suck. <laughs> and like, you know, you tell me that you did something and I'm immediately telling you what I did. <laughs> and I feel like if you're not top five, you're so full of excuses. And it's mm. just, I don't feel like that in the women's field. It's like, if I'm finishing 10th, that's all I had. And like, I'm fucking stoked on it because look who's in front of me and look who's behind me. Oh, you yeah. know, it feels like the bro code is like, well, I didn't win because yeah that is true have a great time it's like well so am i and i'm fucking crushing it like that is true (laughs) it's always it's always something with like uh i had a mechanical or oh my god i had to stop and put a co2 on my tire i said cool like i stopped and peed and that took longer so i don't know what you're talking about that's the most i'm cropping that part and that's that's gonna be the the sponsored like the part of this podcast because yeah it's so it's so badass to just be like yeah Somebody's like, oh, I had to stop and pee. And it's like, yeah, I did too. And how do you think that worked out? <laughs> my stomach hurts. Dad. Like, I'm like, my stomach hurts too because I fucking did lead well yesterday. I have yeah. all I have to do in here. And then yeah. I had to sleep and I had to wake up at 3.30 in the morning and do this. Like, yeah. oh yeah, and I just put more goo in there. I have a goo ball. My stomach doesn't feel good either, dude. <laughs> so, and I saw, let me, um, you do... I want to talk about one thing before we get into that last question. I'm sorry that I'm keeping you so long, but this is worth it. I've um, had such a good time talking to you. So sick. <laughs> um, that makes me happy. Um, so you do Little Bella's mentor. Yeah. What is that? Tell me about it. You don't know Little Bella's? No, I should know. Mia Davidson and her sister, and they started Little Bella's. It's like kind of through specialized but it's just a bunch of little girls that go into summer camp basically okay like in Tennessee, so i've done it in north carolina i just moved to the sun it's so hot (laughs) no worries but um they um basically like every tuesday nights it would be like for two hours and you just like it is centered around bikes but like my best story so like i have the littlest group because i love them yeah i'm like sad that I don't get to be there this year because I'm racing too much but um like we start out and we're like just going down like you might ride a whole two miles of trail you know okay or she starts your day with like some games and they're fun games like I'm 30 and I (laughs) love the games that we play at the beginning like I'm like well which one are we gonna play guys and it like just gets them warmed up it makes them social with each other um you know, like no bullying is allowed. Like everybody loves everybody. And then we start on our bike ride and it's like, we might go like from me to a tree and Mm like went from talking about how silly our brothers are to doing cartwheels. Like, I swear we were like, Oh, you can do a cartwheel. Let's do cartwheels on the side of the trail. And we have (laughs) snacks and we like look at weird bugs. And then we go back and then we play more games and we work on like, we do skill games, but it's more like, very simple like just to help the girls feel comfortable on the bike and then like we throw paint at them and it's like i mean anything you could ever ask to have a good time as a kid like you're there and you get to do that for two hours and the time flies and then the six weeks are gone and you're like what do i do with my tuesday nights like i guess i'll go to like tuesday night worlds with a bunch of egos and get my teeth kicked in and have a beer yeah (laughs) <laughs> so how how would somebody if they wanted to get into that do they do they just sign up or how do, how do yes. you can they donate like even to be yes. a part they have a full website little Sweet. bellas like right. you 
Google it. That is there. Yes, please donate. Right. Leah Davidson with Specialized started it. Like she's cool. you know, been to Olympics a lot. She's so great for the sport for women. And just her and her sister have just crushed it. Yeah. So, yes, Google it, donate. We'll put that in the description below. I just wanted to bring yeah. that up because I saw that in your bio and I was like, oh, that looks cool. And I've heard of Nika and we'll also put yes. a link to the Nika stuff down yes. below because I, I do think if we can get more people or more kids on bikes, like we, you know, we hear it all the time that, you know, our athlete and talent base is, we just don't have the athletes. Like we're not good enough to be in Europe and we're not this, we're not that. And it's like, well, yeah. We start super late because we have nothing else to do. And then yeah, and it feels like sometimes the like we don't have the like progress from little, like, but also like not the progress from beginner. Like you can like see talent somebody, but they don't have the money or just the coaching that whatever. It feels like we put our money in people who already have coaching and money. Does that make sense? That's the and thing. That's not to call anybody out, but it just like from an outsider looking in, it hundred percent feels that way. And for somebody that's come from zero money from a farm and had to like figure this shit out on their own, like you, the people they put the money and time into are the people who already have the money and time. Like, so yeah, and I, I don't know yeah. about you, but like you get this, this wave of like, this sport is so different to get into at the top level than it is like if you're a pro football player or yes. soccer player or whatever, like you really have to, one, you have to figure it out. You're your own agent, you're your own marketing director, you know, you're like, you're all these things. And then you're doing your own contracts and sales pitches yeah. and, and, and it's, you have it's to nuts. buy the equipment. Like yeah, it's like, to get started kids. Like you have kids that have huffy <laughs> and they have more talent than the kid that's on the $5,000 rack that their parents gave them. But yeah. what happened is that kid on the $5,000 bike will be the one that gets a sponsorship because they have the right into it versus the kid on the huffy. Because they can spend two months that. in Europe, you know. Yeah, like the experience. Yeah. Resources. Yeah. Like, but what I do love about Little Bellas is it's not race-centered. Like Nike, it feels like we are trying to progress them in a sport to like be racers. Yeah. But like, with me, with my kids, I'm like, yo, like you can do this till you're 60. Like, this you don't have to race like if you go to college and play football whatever like but just remember like you're gonna have cycling forever and like this can be your way out like as yeah. far as life like you can go to work this can be your fun thing to do but with little bellas it's like we're not trying to go fast we're not trying to beat anybody like we're just showing these girls this great little device with two wheels that can like get them around and, like have fun you that's, know no that's awesome i think I think the sport needs more of that. And like I said, yeah, I knew nothing about it. So uh, yeah. if you guys know nothing about it, definitely go check it out as well as if you do know something about it, you know, donate, like, I mean, yes. put your money where your mouth is <laughs> and uh, show some love and uh, yeah, that'd be great. Um, and then on to the infamous question, the one, the only, <laughs> if you could have a cup of coffee with one individual, who would that individual be? How would you take your coffee and why would you have coffee with this individual? Okay, I'm going to blow the cycling podcast up and put an ultra runner's name in there. And her name is Courtney DeWalter. I know who that is. You, oh, okay, yeah, good. you made it sound like I wouldn't know who that individual is. Uh, well, most of the time I tell people they don't. I'm like, yeah. I, if I, so I like told my boyfriend, I was like, yo, like, you know, like if there's somebody you can cheat on me with, it's Courtney DeWalter, but <laughs> You better tell her she has to talk to me afterwards because yeah. I need to meet her. Like, have you ever but, met her? No, 
I would, we're gonna like, figure. We're gonna we're gonna blow this up. We're gonna figure out how you can meet her and just talk to her. I'm sweating thinking about. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. No, there's got to be a way for sure. But I think like if there's somebody I want to base my personality around, like as far as like I look up to as a role model, it's Courtney. Like, a she fucking kicks ass. Like, yeah. She doesn't just like win the women's field. She wins the dudes field running 200 miles. Like, yeah. I cry when I have to ride my bike 200 miles. If I have to run 200 miles, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I ran a 50K this past year and I was like, whoa. Did you train for it? Yeah. I mean, I do run in the off season, like trail run. Like, we just do trail runs and it's super fun. But oh my God. Like, I love her and she eats nachos. She loves cereal as much as I love cereal. Like, she loves beer. She's like just doing her thing and she's like such a positive like role for everybody like yeah. every, look up Courtney DeWalter and then you know if you know Courtney you're like just tell her about me <laughs> yeah no I am going I'm I'm on a mission now I'm gonna take this clip I'm gonna shoot it to her email okay see if we can do this because I mean she she because I watched one of her videos I think she, where she did an FKT she seems like a very down-to-earth person I feel I feel like she'd be like yeah this chick rides mountain bikes I run same same kind of thing yeah. in the room. Like, Courtney, you want to go on a run and I'll just bike behind you? Like, funny note, Tinder date one time told me, like, I should go on a bike ride behind him as he ran. I said, do you know who, do you know who I am? How did that I go? Oh, I laughed so hard because I can't control my laughter. And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, no, like, you'll be able to keep up. I was like, no, like, will you be able to keep up? And he was like, how fast you mountain bike? I was like, at least 10 miles per hour. He was like, oh, okay. Yeah, 10 miles per hour. I feel like you would Dates do, over. maybe even do more than that, depending on what, like if, depending on what you're doing. Um, but <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, well, cool. So how would you take your coffee? Do you drink coffee? Um, I do. I love cappuccinos because okay. so at home I make dirty chas. I'm just going to tell you what I do. Everyone have espresso makers. Oh, that's cool. So like, do a little espresso, warm up my chai and then warm up my almond milk or coconut milk and if you buy it like in the jug not the carton it will frost so you like take the almond milk you put it in the like protein shaker you shake it up and that makes it frothy so you pour the espresso the chai and then froth the almond milk and this so- is why i asked this question you cyclists we are weird individuals we have weird routines <laughs> so awesome <laughs> go crush ourselves we're like we need to find a little home and weird things like coffee that'll be (laughs) well we we barely can look at the results or figure out the uh the the map of the race or remember the names of uh you know all the climbs but your it sounds like your coffee is down to a science if you're pulling out fucking shaker bottles dude like you you are on one all right (laughs) i know i know i don't like my friends come over and they're like whoa i'm like yeah I don't yeah, I, that is a weird flex, you know, the friends that don't cycle and they show up and you pull out the AeroPress or you're hand grinding coffee and there's like, what the fuck? Like, do you not have a Keurig? And it's like, Keurig, bro. You got like, I know people that like weigh the like grinds to water. It looks like a fucking Duh, <laughs> that's the way you got to do it. Like, what are you talking? I thought that was already known. <laughs> I didn't know that till this year. I was like, oh, 18 grams of water per one gram of coffee if it's in Ethiopia. But if you want to do something else, you know, it's like, it is. <laughs> it's yeah, altitude, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. 
and I, I I know people that do the temperature of water. It has to be a certain temperature. And so it gets it gets deep. It gets deep. Yeah. Um but anyways, Casey, this has been like a super fun chat. Um yeah, do this going again. Yeah, going from like not knowing each other and just me seeing you um pass me and whip my ass at Leadville. Um yeah, because oh, that's another thing that I want to make very, very clear. Um there's a part in in power line where it's just like they look like cinder blocks but it's just a, a rock river you know what oh, i'm talking about you remember yeah, that yeah, yeah and you wrote it yeah everybody else wrote it in the world i unclipped and walked my happy ass across that thing because mm -hmm. i was not crashing mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so i want to make that very clear she's a badass me not so much but hey it's okay you know <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Anyway, that finishes slide bill is a badass. Everybody should get a buckle. We need to fucking sign a waiver for. We do need to petition, I think, for gun times and chip times. Yeah, I would. Totally. I feel like my voice is not going to be very loud, but I I will I will yell at the top of my lungs. But um, because yeah, that kind of broke my heart last night. This but this yeah. lady was super motivated, so that was kind of cool to see. But. Anyways, like I said, this was so much fun. Um, guys, if you can, please go down below. Check out Casey's Instagram. Shoot her a message and just say hey. And then um, also check out Little Bella's. Donate. Nika, donate. Um, check out Live Factory Racing. And yes. the list just goes on. Um, <laughs> yes. Other than that, thank you guys. We'll see you next time.